Welcome to Brushing Up with Brit. I am your host, Brittany, and I am here to better the community of dental hygiene by providing my real and truthful experiences as a struggling first-generation college student. Making many mistakes along the way has given me a passion for helping others. With each and every episode, my goal is to provide you with information that will empower you on your educational path and encourage you to keep going. I will be having honest conversations about my journey and how I got where I am today. With my experience as a registered dental assistant and brand new registered dental hygienist, I will provide you with tips and tricks that will help you thrive in the dentistry world. Stay tuned for this episode of Brushing Up with Brit. It's Brush with Brit. I am back with episode 16, and today's episode will be about the downsides of being a dental hygienist. I recently spoke with a junior who called me yesterday. We talked for like two hours. Well, she's a senior now, so she was like in my little, she wasn't my little, but she was part of the little's class. Um, So now she's a senior and she'll be graduating in May 2021. So we were just talking about, you know, how school's going, how work is going for me. And um, she just wanted me to be really honest with her and tell her about what it has been like being a dental hygienist outside of school. So today I just wanted to talk to you guys about um, some of the things that are difficult and um, hard to deal with. But I do have to say before I get into it that Although there are some downfalls to being a dental hygienist, um, the benefits outweigh the job 100%. I was telling her that I love being a hygienist and it's been so fun. It's been two months now uh, since I've been practicing and I still really love it. It's fun for me. I like going to work. I'm I'm happy when I'm there, um, but the, there's going to be struggles with everything, so I just wanted her and you guys to know that uh, it is a really good job and I love it. You know, it's not going to be for everybody, but uh, for me, I really enjoy it. So let's start with um, the downsides to being a dental hygienist. The first thing I would have to say is, um, I guess this doesn't relate to having to to work as a dental hygienist, but just the school in general um, to become a dental hygienist is, is so hard. And you spend two years of your life, you know, dedicated to school and nothing else. And you barely have time for anything whatsoever. I mean, I barely had time to spend with my boyfriend, like let alone my friends. It was just like there was no time to do anything other than school. And all you're thinking about is hygiene, hygiene, hygiene. And you're broke. You have like no money or at least that's how it was for me. You know, I I struggled the whole time with um, paying my bills and paying for all the things we needed so it was just like you're constantly trying to just make ends meet but then you're also in school and you're just thinking about it 24 7 and you're trying to get out of there but at the same time you need money (laughs) so it's just like this tug of war the whole time for two years and it's it's very difficult and um you have to get through it though because you know that it's going to get better at the end you know once you're able to work but it is the two years is just so long and so hard. So I feel like that is probably 
something that is very hard for people to get through in order to become a dental hygienist, uh, but it's definitely worth it. And so um, now I'll just talk about like actual work stuff. So finding a good place to work as a dental hygienist is hard. I mean, it was, it is for me because I had 10 interviews probably at different offices and I ended up finding one that I, that's my main office. I love it. I work there Wednesday through Friday and I'm supposed to be going full time there next week, but I have been trying to find another office as some of you may know. So I've been like temping around and whenever I temp at these other offices, it just like I always compare it to my main office and then I just can't see myself working there and it I just don't really like it or I don't like the instruments or all kinds of stuff. So I just think it's so hard to find a good office that you like and I know some of my classmates have already like quit some of their jobs and gone to different offices Um because you're, we all have different things that we're looking for in a dental office and not every office is going to have that. And one of the things that I always look for is a great team dynamic. That's like my number one thing that I want is a good, healthy place to work. Uh, if you're spending 32, 40 hours at your workplace, I think it is so important to work with a great team, to work with people that you get along with you, you get along with them, you guys help each other when you need, you know that there's going to be bumps in the road, but you're still all going to try to work together as a team. And that is like one of my biggest thing, because I feel like in dentistry, it is so easy for offices to be toxic. And me personally working in that is not ideal and not something I'm going to do. I did it as an assistant. I worked at offices where it was just not a good environment and uh, I'm not going to put up with it as a hygienist. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to work at offices that are like that. So that's the first thing that I look for. I also pay attention to the equipment that they're using as far as like instruments go. Are they sharpening their instruments? Um, what kind of technology do they have? Do they have paper charts, digital charts? Uh, uh, are their x-rays still film? Are they digital? You know, are they doing the best that they can for their patients with what they have? You know, like what are they using? And then, um, I also, one of the things too is like, what are you using in your room? You know, what, what do they have available for you to use? Do they have, um, oral hygiene aids? Do they have all the different ones so that you can talk to the patients about those things and and give them samples of it? Um, And for me too, the, (laughs) this sounds like such a diva, but the chair that you sit in makes such a big difference. And I didn't notice this as much in school because I was only like, sometimes, some weeks I would only be in clinic like three days a week. Um, so I didn't notice that as much, but now that I'm practicing and I'm in the chair, uh, you know, every day and working with patients, the chair that I sit in is a big deal because I'm tall, I'm five, eight. And so when I sit in a chair and if the chair doesn't go high enough, by the end of the day, my hips are just like hurting. So it's just important for me to know that the offices are 
you know, they have updated things that are actually working. Chairs are actually moving. They're able to roll around so you can move and, you know, fix your ergonomics and all that stuff. Uh, Another thing I look for is patient times. Like how much time are they giving you for SRPs? How much time are they giving you for adult patients? What's their pay? Are they making you clock in and out if a patient cancels? Um, Does this office have goals for growing? Is it an office where you can grow as a hygienist or learn from other hygienists? Do they have like team meetings and, and team events and stuff? I know with COVID, probably not right now, but you know, in the future, or is it something they did in the past where they really encourage team dynamic and teamwork? Uh, another, so this would be my third thing that is a difficult thing about being a dental hygienist is body aches. Again, I didn't notice this that much in school, but now that I'm practicing, it is like it's really hard. I'm still trying to find the balance of of how to take care of my body. I have a foam roller, so I've been doing my foam roller every morning and every night before work. I get like big knots in my back. And I've had that issue for a while. Like I've always kind of had knots in my back, but now I really like notice them and they hurt a lot more. So I've been using a foam roller and I also got a Theragun, a deep like tissue massager. So I've been using that too, but I haven't been as, uh, I haven't used it as like frequently as I should be using it. So I'm still trying to work all of that stuff out. Uh, another thing I've noticed is like if I wear my loops all day long and I'm talking to someone, not like my patient, but just talking to somebody in the office, I like tilt my head down to look up through the loops. And by the end of the day, my neck will be hurting because I'm constantly putting my head down to like make eye contact through the loops. Um, so I've been working on that, which is something I didn't even know that was a thing. And then I haven't had any hand pain. Uh, I have been hand scaling for the most part, but my hands have still been, you know, they, they still have been good. Oh, actually one day I was holding the mirror in my left hand kind of weird I don't know how I was holding it but just kind of funky and I felt it in my wrist like my my wrist got sore from it so it's just so interesting because I never noticed these things but then once you start working you really just notice every little thing that you're doing and I also get hip pain so like I was saying if the chairs don't go high enough Um, and my hips are lower or like level to my knees by the end of the day I will literally have hip pain like it'll feel like a little pinch so I have to like stretch and do my foam roller on my hips and it'll eventually like loosen up but that's why I just it's such a big deal about the chair for me because it it hurts my hips and my knees I sound like an old lady (laughs) and I sound like I've been doing this for like ever but it's only been two months but hey whatever you notice these things so that that's a downfall hard that's hard about dental hygiene and um also if I sit like that too there's some days where my knee my left knee will start to hurt so I will hopefully be getting a saddle chair in the future for my main office. So I'm really excited about that. I haven't like asked about it or anything, but I think I'm going to have to either invest in one or ask the doctor for one or something um, because I feel like I really need it. And one of the other hygienists like let me sit on her chair the other day and I was like, oh my gosh, 
I need a saddle chair <laughs> like now because <laughs> it felt so cool because it was like high so then you're not it's not even like really like a complete sitting position it's kind of like I don't know you're kind of like standing but not and you're not really completely sitting either so yeah anyways it'll be really cool when I get one I think it'll help my body a lot and I also want to start getting massages like once or twice a month to see if that helps too with like my knots and everything and um another thing that is hard about being a dental hygienist is like mean or difficult patients but at the same time I feel like if you're going to become a hygienist you kind of know that you're dealing with at least eight patients a day so that's eight different personalities eight different people and they're all going to be different so there's bound to be some patients that maybe are grouchy or didn't have a good day or not in a good mood or any of that. So it is kind of hard. Like I had a patient that didn't like me and at the time it was difficult. Like it hurt my feelings that day, but now I just like, I just move on, you know, next patient, you know, if you don't like me, then you can go see um, Sarah or whoever is the other hygienist next time, you know, that's totally fine with me. But I think for me, when patients have like anxiety and and that kind of stuff and they're scared, it's a lot easier for me to emphasize with them and have empathy for them and just really get to their level to understand that like I'm going to take the best care that I can of you and I'm going to make sure that this appointment is so easy for you and that you're going to feel comfortable enough to come back. So I feel like with anxiety and that kind of stuff, it's not as hard for me. But when patients are like rude or difficult, I just like don't really know how to react. Uh, I had one patient that he goes, well, how long have you worked here? And I said, well, I'm just here helping the office out and it's only been a couple days, but I've been an assistant for two months. And then he just instantly like made a face at me like, oh, okay. Like, and then, so when I was cleaning his teeth, I was literally just polishing and he's like, so you don't go around the whole tooth. And I said, yes, I, yeah, I go around the whole tooth. I'm going around the whole tooth. And he's like, oh, well, it doesn't feel like it. And I said, okay, well I am. And then when I was flossing, he's like, so you don't floss as deep as I do either. And I said, I'm, I'm flossing where I need to floss. And then I'll, and I also told him, um, and I'm actually going to show you how to floss, um, just so that way, you know, exactly where to put the floss. Cause I was noticing like floss cuts and stuff, but he was just like really questioning my technique, um, which was just odd, but it was fine. It ended up being fine. You know, I showed him how to floss. He said, thank you. And there was like no problem of course but it just makes you feel like it just makes you feel kind of bad like they don't think they don't have confidence in you you know they don't trust that you know what you're doing um so that could be really hard but it's just part of being a dental hygienist you get used to it and and I think eventually like I'll get enough confidence to where or even like just with time you know telling a patient oh I've been a hygienist for two years or three years like just telling them that you know once you get that time under your belt then they're not going to doubt you as much as when you're a newbie so yeah and and time management is really hard too especially straight out of school 
because we were seeing patients for like three and a half hour appointments and then you go to one hour appointments and it's just like a shock. I don't know why like our school doesn't train us more for those one hour appointments. I don't really get that. Like they just kind of throw you into it and like hope that you do the best. Like I don't really understand why they don't why they don't help you adapt to that one hour appointment. Um, so that was really hard at first because the cleanings are so fast and you just feel like you don't have enough time to do anything and you're running around and there's not a second to have a break or like, you're just like, go, go, go. And you're just getting these patients in and out of there as fast as you can. Like, so you stay on time. So it's like a a difficult thing because in school, you know, you're exploring every little like nook and cranny to find every single little piece and when you first start out you don't have that time so it's just like you're just like exploring where you can and you know you're not it's just so difficult it's so different um but I think as time goes on and you get more experience it gets a lot better I definitely have like enough time now to where I feel like I can do the best cleaning that I want to do and I want to have enough time to do oral hygiene instructions so I have enough time to do that too so it's always just a learning process and getting used to everything Um, but it does get a lot better but it's definitely difficult at first for time management just trying to do cleanings in an hour from a three and a half hour appointment is just a huge difference so yeah and you have to probe and do all that stuff in between um another thing about being a hygienist that is hard is not having medical benefits I know that some offices do like corporate offices or even some private practice offices um offer benefits when you're full-time but not a lot of them do it's it's pretty rare and so not having benefits is just like difficult because you have to pay out of pocket for them and it can be really expensive And I haven't even gotten benefits yet, but I need to start looking into that like after I do this episode because I need to get on that pronto because I haven't gotten that yet. But um, yeah, that's just really hard because, you know, you think that you work like 32, 40 hours and you should get benefits, but not all offices offer them. So it ends up being expensive. I know some people pay like $500 a month for their medical um, benefits, so Hopefully I don't have to pay that much, but we'll see, I guess. Um, but other than that, you know, that those are the things that have been difficult about being a hygienist, but I feel like everything else just outweighs all of that. Like that is nothing compared to the joy that I get going to work and the things that I love about hygiene. So I mean, don't let it discourage you, but if some of those things seem like a deal breaker for you, then I would definitely like rethink being a hygienist or going to hygiene school because, because it is, it's difficult. There's a lot of things out there that are just, school is the roughest thing. When I was talking to the junior, um, yesterday, we, I was just like reminiscing about school and I was telling her that I wanted to have such a good dental hygiene program experience like it was just like in me like I was just like oh I'm gonna make this the best experience ever like I'm gonna love hygiene school I'm gonna make it different and then by the end of it I just hated it (laughs) so I was just telling her that like 
I'm just so salty about it and I just like never want to go back. I don't even want to think about that place. Like it's just like, oh, I just hate even reminiscing about it because it was so hard. But at the same time, you know, just trying to play the devil's advocate. Um, I had a lot of good moments too. So it wasn't so bad, but towards the end, you know, with COVID happening and everything, it was just crazy. So I just don't ever want to go through that again. (laughs) But yeah, for class of 2021, you know, shout out to them because you guys are really, really going through a difficult time right now. And, And I hope with boards coming up and everything that it goes smoothly for you guys and that you don't have to deal with all the craziness that class of 2020 had to deal with. I hope it's a little bit more laid out for you guys already. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, I'm just hoping and praying, sending out good vibes for the new year and hoping that things just, you know, keep, keep, I don't know. I just hope they keep getting better. I want to, I wanted to say keep getting better, but then I'm like, wait, no, they haven't been They haven't really been getting better yet. So we'll see. We'll see. I'm just hoping things clear up, you know. But anyways, um, I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas and you have a happy new year. You know, stay safe and bring all those good vibes and those good energies for 2021 because we all can use a little love and kindness around here. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll uh, see you guys next time on the next episode. Bye. Love you guys. Contact me on Instagram if you ever have any topics you would like me to cover or any questions. My Instagram name is Brush with Brit. We'll see you next week. Bye.